Hello, my name is Becca Stackhouse-Morrison, and I am ready for you to tune in each episode to hear ways to become you. Looking at ways you can be your authentic and intentional self, you'll finish each episode motivated to live life more authentically. I learned how to be truly me through relationships, chronic disease, finances, and taking each journey along the way. Talk about the real aspects of life? Of course. Relationships, finance, nutrition, hardships, exercise are all topics that we will discuss. Pull up a seat, drive safely down the road, or get into that workout groove to be challenged, motivated, and encouraged to be you. This is the Stacked Intent Podcast. Welcome to Stacked Intent, and I am so glad you are joining us for Season 5. We have some great things coming your way this season, and I cannot wait to get started. So today, we are going to be talking about integrating happiness in an intentional living without losing yourself. So, you can tune into our blog this week, or if you happen to be on our email list, you got some great tips on this. However, if you aren't on that email list, then be sure to get on by going to stackedintent.com and signing up so that you can also get our weekly emails. So we're going to talk about how research supports the idea of intentional living and contributing to the significance to the long term of happiness and well-being. We're going to talk about how self-care can be an important aspect of your intentional living and integrating happiness into your day-to-day. There are also a few tips to keeping intentional living with happiness at the forefront of integration into your day. Welcome, and I cannot wait to get started. We're going to talk about The Happiness Project by Gretchen Rubin. And The Happiness Advantage is by Sean Anker. These are both book choices that complement our philosophy here at Stacked Intent. And so both of these books are ones that emphasize the importance of being authentic, being self-aware, and intentional living in the pursuit of your happiness. The Happiness Project, it is a best-selling book and where she is sharing years of experiment to increase her own happiness. Throughout the book, Ruben explores various strategies and tactics to improving some different areas for her life, ranging from some relationships and work to health and leisure. And it's broken into monthly chapters. So I encourage you to go pick up The Happiness Project if you feel encouraged just a little bit by today's podcast. So topic one is going to cover that intentional living to integrate the happiness into your life. So research supports the idea that intentional living can significantly contribute to your Studies in positive psychology have critical for that cultivating of your sense of fulfillment and satisfaction in life. So the level of possibility is a concept that's introduced through Aker's book. 
of the happiness advantage. And in this concept, it is representing the idea that your mindset and your beliefs about what is possible significantly impacts our ability to achieve success and happiness, which I know that our mindsets have so much to do with what happens to us. And so overall, it is this important thing of really, really being aware of your mindset. And so once you are really, really aware of what your mindset is, it's important for you to understand that that contributes to you long term. It doesn't only affect you now, but it affects you long term. So you want to know the importance of setting some clear goals. Pause right now. If you are not driving down a road, set some clear goals. What are some goals you've got? Are they personal? Are they relational? Are they work-related? Are they with your kids? Are they with yourself? What are some goals that you've got that you would like to accomplish? Start with February. What do you want to accomplish during February? So, by acknowledging this and by setting our goals, because writing it down helps, then deliberate choices to improve those aspects. What can you do to help yourself better? What can you do to help cultivate that? What can you help put an optimistic outlook and experience great levels of commitment? So these are some principles that lie within stacked intent. But these are also principles that aren't perfect and aren't easy. You have to make it a a choice that you're aware of that you make accomplish. Be intentional about what you want to yourself is your focus. What is your focus? Make it a clear goal. Take the deliberating action to achieve it. It is important to identify what you want in your life. So get deeper in your intentional living this year. Let it be a focus of happiness in your aspects of your life. Whether you are going to work on nurturing some relationships this year or work on nurturing your finances or your nutrition or with others. Are you going to work on yourself? But I would love you to do it with some authenticity and some mindfulness. Intentional living isn't only about conforming to an external standard of what success looks like. It's conforming to what success looks like for you. This also might be a place that you really need to write it out and write down what that is for you. It is aligning our actions with our genuine desire and our values. It's important. It's also important for some self-care to be integrated into your happiness. A gratitude practice is one of those aspects that can help you in your self-care. This is cultivating a habit of gratitude. This Having this habit of gratitude has shown to increase your overall happiness and life satisfaction. 
So how do you cultivate gratitude in your life? It can simply just be being grateful that you had the opportunity. Let me just tell you, this past weekend, I got to go to a all-weekend um, jiu-jitsu workshop with ladies leading the whole workshop. And I am just grateful that I got to be a part of that first one. But I'm also grateful that there are ladies that have gone before that kind of see and help with what that path looks like in the jiu-jitsu world. Or it's cultivating the gratitude of, I love who I am. Do you love who you are? Can you cultivate the gratitude for you? Social connection is another one of those areas that helps in our self-care. This can be building and nurturing meaningful social connections in your overall happiness. And that's crucial. Research is a conceptual dimension. The positive impact on your social support and mental and emotional. It's important those five people that you surround yourself with the most. Who are they? Do you like who they are? Do you like how they're impacting you? Evaluate it. Time in nature. I love going on outdoor walks. Or at that workshop this past weekend, we got to go walk on the beach. Which, Santa's not always my favorite, but I do love walking on the beach. Not only do we get to walk on the beach, but we also got to go to the mechanical gardens down there. And it was just so nice to get to spend some of that time in nature. So spending time in nature, it's one of those things that is associated with numerous psychological benefits for you and me and everyone around us. This is including an increasing happiness and well-being. So there's space to spend some time out in nature, hearing the birds sing, seeing the animals in their environment. Getting to just breathe in fresh air. Your nutrition is one of those other aspects of self-care that is so important. It is having that balance of nutrients-dense living and playing a significant role in your overall well-being, including happiness research, indicates that when you consume a healthy lifestyle of food, of healthy eating, that is rich in fruits, vegetables, whole grains, and even lean proteins. It is associated with you having mental health and outcomes that are greater. So our third topic looks at how can you integrate this happiness into your day-to-day. You can do this by creating a gratitude journal, by designating a specific journal or notebook as your gratitude journal. You want to keep it visible in an accessible place for you to be able to jot down those gratitudes. Deciding a few moments to reflect on you're grateful for and jotting three to five things down that you appreciate or feel thankful for in your life, but do it daily. 
So this daily act will help you focus on what to be grateful for the day. Instead of looking at your whole day as a disaster, being able to find those moments that were good versus those moments that maybe not so much. I have a gratitude journal that I started about 2019-ish, I think, right after I finished a book that talked about this. And it is one that talked about numbering them. So, numbering them each year. And I haven't been the best about making it an everyday thing, but I do believe that it has a place and it is important to do it daily. But, you, in that, I am up to about 700 things that I'm grateful for. It can be as simple as, I'm really grateful for getting the opportunity to teach today. Or, I'm really grateful that I got to travel. I'm really grateful that I was safe. It can be grateful for somebody, grateful for an event, grateful for what are you grateful for today. It can also be engaging in activities that foster some genuine connection and meaningful memories together with your family and friends. Studies show that maintaining strong social connections is associated with increased happiness and lower a risk of mental health issues. Positive social interactions are ones that release oxytocin for us, and this hormone is one that promotes bonding and it reduces stress. Block out some specific time in your schedule. And this is so that you can go do some outdoor activities. Are you going to do something like hiking? Are you going to go on picnics? Are you going to go on a nature walk? Are you going to treat these outdoor ex experiences as non-negotiables in your schedule? It's an appointment with yourself to prioritize them just like any other important commitment. Also, are you going to the store? Create a detailed shopping list based on how you want to eat. These meal plans or meal prep or however you want to look at it to help you make some healthier choices and stick within your nutrition goals. Research has published in a journal, journal of Academics of the Nutrition and Dietetics suggests that individuals who use a grocery list are ones that do tend to purchase healthier foods and have a better diet or food intake quality compared to those who just shop without a list. Be sure to set aside time each week or every other week or whatever works to be able to batch cook or prep your ingredients in advance. Now remember that happiness is about conforming to an external expectation or sacrifice your true self. So don't. Explore the level of possibility by staying mindful and embracing authenticity and utilizing available resources that are just at your fingertips to help take advantage of resources that are there. There are some that we offer here at Stacked Intent to help support this journey. 
you can go to stackedintent.com backslash resources and there are a couple of free guides there that'll help you or join one of our courses. But my call to action to you today is pick one of the tips from today's integration of happiness and put it into your day to day and practice it daily through February to practice yourself. Or if you listen to this at another time, pick 30 days. Doing this through a gratitude journal, fostering a genuine connection, time blocking your you time, or creating a detailed shopping list. Thanks for joining me today, and I hope that this brings you back to an integration of not losing yourself through happiness. That brings us to the end of this episode of Stacked Intent. If you loved this episode as much as I did, head on over and rate and subscribe so you will never miss an episode. New episodes are going to be dropped on Thursdays. Until then, this is Becca, and don't forget, enrich your life by being intentional. This podcast was created, produced, and recorded and edited by Stacked Intent.